Hey, hey, friends. Welcome to Let's Have Tea. I'm your host, Rebecca. Today is Wednesday, June 3rd. I had told you um, earlier, I think Monday, that we would be starting something new for the month of June. So today is Wednesday in the Word. Each Wednesday, we'll just have a short devotion um, of Scripture. So I hope you enjoy today. Hey, hey, it's Wednesday in the Word. Today, we're going to be talking about fear. Fear is something I think everyone has battled, will battle, maybe is currently battling. There is a healthy fear. You know, don't walk out in front of a, uh, you know, stay out of the street because you might get hit by a car. You know, that kind of fear. But then there is a fear of, that will paralyze you. And an acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. Last week, I had walked into my office and curtains were, you know, pulled back. So, you know, looking out the window and I noticed something on the ground, probably 10 feet from, from the, you know, from the house, from the window. And I thought, is that what I think it is? And a million thoughts, you know, come, come to my, uh, running through my head. And I thought, oh my gosh, it looked like a snake. I thought it was a snake. It was about, I don't know, three or four feet long and gray, thin, and it was, you know, stretched out. And I was like, oh goodness, I do not like snakes. I avoid snakes uh, however I can. Even if I'm driving a car down the road and I see a snake, I'm going to do all I can to go around it. But as I'm blinking my eyes, adjusting my glasses, you know, trying to, you know, get a better look at what this is, Holy Spirit said, grab your camera. So I grabbed my camera, turned it on, zoomed in. That's when I got tickled. It was a tree root. We have a, I think it's an oak tree. Um, that's probably, I don't know, 10 feet from where this thing was that I couldn't identify. And this particular root, part of it has grown on top of the ground. And like I said, there's clay there, so it's not a lot of grass. And isn't that how the devil wants to attack us or trick us or confuse us. Second Timothy 1.7, and I'm going to be reading in the Passion Translation. It says, For God will never give you the spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit who gives you mighty power, love, and self 
control. So God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. That comes from the enemy. John 10, 10. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I, Jesus, come to give you life and life more abundantly. 2 Timothy 1, 7. For God will never give you the spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit who gives you mighty power, love, and self-control. So... As when I realized, oh, it's just a tree root. Okay, I, I can do this, you know. But if I wouldn't have identified that thing that was stretched out 10 feet from the window... It would have controlled my entire day. I had a lot of stuff I needed to do on the computer for church and just, you know, my personal stuff and my computer. I'm looking out the window and I would have been constantly. Did it move? Where'd it go? Is it still there? And I would have been distracted until my husband come home. And that's how the devil wants to operate in our lives he wants to shut us down with fear he wants to completely control us and i was literally bound by fear after i had tj what if something happens to him especially as he as he got a little bit older you know two or three years old and he always, my parents live on the lake, and he's all, he was always wanting to go fishing with my dad in the boat. And I would, I, no, I'm sorry, he's not going. What if he falls out? And my daddy would say, well, he have on a life jacket. But what if you don't see him fall out? And he would just look at me like, have you lost your mind? Well, I had, you know, because we have the mind of Christ. And there, for several years, fear had consumed me and taken over my mind. Nothing, I mean, everything seemed, if it could happen, it, it was going to happen. I mean, it was just, and the devil, he had me bound for, you know, a couple of years. And that's, it kept me from living the life that God had for me. It kept TJ from experiencing things as, you know, as a little boy, going fishing, going hunting, because what if something happens? False evidence appearing real. How many times has the devil shut you down with fear? Like I said, I... I was bound by fear and I'm embarrassed by it now because I knew better. I was saved at seven. I was raised in church. I knew the word, but the devil, my husband likes to use the phrase. If, if the devil can get a little, his little pinky finger in on your mind, on your thinking, he'll have full access. And I want people to know 
you don't have to live that way. I, I lived that way, you know, for too long. But fear is a crazy thing. There's good fear and there's, there's a healthy fear and there's an unhealthy fear. What appeared to be a long gray snake, after I examined it, got a closer look, it was just a root. But I could have easily, oh my gosh, there's a snake. And called my husband, hey, I need you to come take care of the snake. He's at work. It would have taken him, you know, he, it would have been about an hour for him to leave work, come home, do what he needed to do, and then go back to work. And that whole time, I would have been, you know, looking out the window. It would have controlled my day. So, what is it in your life? What is it that has caught your attention? What is it that has maybe consumed you? I'm not good enough. I'll never be good enough. I'll never amount to anything. Oh, I could never go back to school. I, I did so bad in high school. You know, I, I could never go to college or, you know, I, I, oh, I, I could never be a business owner. I'm, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at whatever. Well, how do you know? You've ne I mean, have you ever had a business? Have you ever, did you ever go back to school? The devil wants to keep us on this little short string where we are limited in life, where we're limited by allowing God to work in our life, that we can live the life that God has for us. The devil does not want that. So maybe whatever this thing is that has caught your attention, like that <laughs> that root in the in the yard caught my attention and Holy Spirit said grab your camera and take a closer look what thing is it that maybe you need to pull out your camera pull out your Bible well, what does what does God's Word say about me I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me maybe I didn't do so good in high school but I'm more mature now, I'm ready to go to college, or I'm ready to, you know, take a leap of faith and start a business, pray about it. Don't, don't limit yourself by living in fear. Ask God, God, what do you want? Because maybe he does want you to go back to college. Maybe he does, or go to college. Maybe he does want you to start a business. And you can be that witness for him in that classroom, even if you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, however many years old, maybe you can be that witness. You can be that person that others look to. Maybe you can have that business that, you know, you find that niche that God has for you that brings Him glory. You can use your gifts and talents and abilities for Him. And it will, you know, you make a good living off of it. Doing something that you enjoy doing. Doing something that God created you to do. Yeah, the devil is going to stop you. I mean, he's going to haunt you, control you with fear. 
God doesn't want us living in fear. And just like I was looking at that, that thing outside, Holy Spirit was saying, take a closer look. But the devil was trying to impart fear in my spirit because he knows I cannot stand snakes. Several years ago, probably 20 plus years ago, TJ was just a little boy. And we had some miniature Dotsons and our backyard was fenced in and they were outside and they were barking and it wasn't a, a bark that someone's here. It wasn't a bark, you know, I'm ready to come in. It wasn't a bark, you know, it was a bark call 911, call the fire department, call the police, call, call everybody, call the army. I mean, it was this, they were going crazy barking. And so I looked out the window. They were, I think we had three or four miniature Dotsons and they were kind of in a semicircle in the corner of the backyard. And I thought, what in the world are they doing? So I go outside and uh, stand under the patio and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a snake. So I called them, I got them in the house and I'm like, y'all can't go out there. there, there's a snake. And I can't remember, I know Tony had a cell phone. I guess we probably still had a house phone. I, I don't remember, I might've had a cell phone, I don't remember. But anyway, I called Tony and I'm like, hey, I need you to come home. There's a snake in the backyard. And he says, Becky, I'm in Dallas. Well, I know that, hurry up and get home. Dallas was four plus hours away, depending on traffic. So, but I just thought, you know, we'll just hurry up and get here. You know, now I need you to kill the snake. So when he did get home, it's dark, you know, seven, eight o'clock at night. And I had him outside with a flashlight looking for a snake. And he's like, Becky, it's not out here. I'm like, well, where can it be? And he's just looking at me like, please don't make me search the whole yard. You know, don't make me search the trees and the, and the woods next to us. The snake is not here. That it controlled me that day. Oh my gosh. What if? What if? What if? And that's exactly how the, the devil operates. He wants to attack us, control us, bind us down with a spirit of fear. But God does not give us a spirit of fear. Because Holy Spirit has steadily given us instructions. Do this. Take a closer look. Grab your camera. Zoom in. Try this. You know, don't do it this way. Do it this way. Look closer. Holy Spirit's going to lead God and direct us. The devil is going to do nothing but stop us in our tracks. Keep us right where our feet are. And not let us go any further. Because fear will control you. Fear limits you. False evidence appearing real. That, that root that was growing on top of the ground looked real. If you, we have a Facebook page for Let's Have Tea, and I'm gonna post a picture of it. I went outside, um, it was a couple of days, might've been the next day, me and Tony were outside and he was putting bird feed in the feeders. And I'm like, I'm going to get a picture of this, this root. I thought this was a snake. And he just looked at me like, seriously? 
I'm like, but you didn't see it from the other side, through the window. So how many times are we looking through a window at, we can't do that. Oh, we could never do that. Oh, uh-uh, mm-mm, can't, mm But we're looking through a glass and it will distort that image. We need to be looking through the eyes of faith, that, 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 that love, that power, that self-control that God gives us. Look through that. So will you choose to walk in Holy Spirit's instructions and, and turn away from the spirit of fear by taking a closer look, by examining the, the thoughts that, that you're battling right now of not being good enough. I can't get the promotion. I will always be broke. Well, I mean, why? Well, I mean, what? Why? You know, examine it. Because the devil can, just like that tree root, he can blow it up so big and looking through my, my window, it appeared to be something else. But when you take a closer look, when you get a little bit closer, zoom in on it. You know, what, what you're battling what you're going through. Maybe it's a season that, you know, uh, I mean, we're coming out of this, um, this pandemic and fear has controlled a lot of people. Yes, be cautious, use wisdom, but don't live in fear. You know, oh, I'll never be able to go out again or I really need to go get groceries, but I, I, am, I am scared to death. Why? Wash your hands. Be careful. You know, I mean, don't live in fear. Because that's exactly what the devil wants us to do. John 10, 10. The very first part. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Steal our peace, our joy. Kill our dreams, our future, destroy, you know, our hopes. But the second part of that verse says, but I, Jesus, I come to give you life. And not just life, but life more abundantly. God has so much for us we just some maybe we need to clean the window that we're looking through maybe go grab the windex and and scrub it because we have a distorted view of what god has for us because the devil is is throwing up you know these false images trying to make it look like something else or he's whispering in our ear you can't do that don't, don't waste your time. That's when there needs to be a red flag. Okay, well, if he's saying I can't do it, by golly, it must be something that God wants me to do, so I better get on it. Because he knows, you know, if I can limit them for living for God, if I can limit them from doing the assignment God has for them, 
I've got them right where I want them because I'll keep them bound in fear. Friend, I have, I have been there. It's not fun. It limited me. It limited my husband. It limited our son's life when he was a child. And it's just, God doesn't want us living there. So whatever you're facing today, maybe you, you have been battling fear. Again, there's a healthy fear and there's an unhealthy fear. But take a closer look. What is, what is God trying to show you? What is, how does it line up? How, it, how is what you're, you're seeing? Just like with me seeing this root that I, I'm thinking, oh, that's a snake. How, but take a closer look. Zoom in. Look closely. Examine. Examine everything. Because what God has for us, it's not going to scare us. It's not going to hurt us. It's not going to hinder us. It's not going to stop us in our tracks. Because he gives us the ability to do whatever it is that he has asked us to do. So, a spirit of fear is not from God. So, just, just remember that. So, again, will you choose to walk in Holy Spirit's instruction? Look closer. Examine this better. Take a closer look. Take a second look. Take a fifth look. And just turn away from that spirit of fear. Because you can't live the life that God has created you to live if you're in that spirit of fear. I learned the hard way. And that's what this podcast is all about. I'll be transparent with you. Uh, this, this, I have some, I think it's some really good topics and discussions and, and messages planned out for, for the month of June. Because if I don't share my testimony, if I don't share what I went through, if I don't share what I have overcome, how will you know that you can overcome it? In Revelation, it says we are overcome. We're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. It's by the blood of Jesus that I overcome that fear. It's the words of my testimony that is going to allow you to overcome your fear, to overcome sickness, to overcome depression, anxiety, whatever it is that you're facing. So, take a, take a second look at 2 Timothy 1.7. And if you, don't, if you don't have that scripture memorized, um, I challenge you to try to get it memorized, you know, this month. And just meditate on that. God doesn't give me a spirit of fear. And you might have to you might have to say it ever ever hour, ever 30 minutes. But that's how you're going to overcome that that spirit of fear. God, as this isn't from God, I have to take a closer look. So I hope you've enjoyed Wednesday in the Word.
And I pray that if you are in that spirit of fear, that you don't have to stay there. You don't have to live there. And if you have pitched a tent and, and, and settled, pack that tent up and, and get to walking. Let's walk out of that spirit of fear. I'm here with you. I'll, I'll walk it out with you because that, that's not a place to live. God has so much more for us, that abundant life. Until next time, let's have tea.